Burbank for the touchdown. Burbank, the rookie from Boomer. He grew up in Garfield, New Jersey, 10 minutes from Giant Stadium. You're talking about a kid who is just all heart. Welcome to the Underdog Jets podcast with Wayne Corbett and Robbie Sabo. Welcome back to the Underdog Jets podcast or as I'd like to call it tonight, a therapy session with number 80 because, Wayne, I know you were locked in yesterday. I know you heard about the news today. Jets fans out there, they're just shaking their heads saying, oh, the pain, why me? Why every year? Just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in. I can't believe they're doing this to me. Brees Hall out for the year with an ACL. On top of that, AVT, torn triceps out for the year who I think is their best player, ABT. What do you got to say? Lead the therapy off. I know it sounds like therapy, but we don't have to whine about it, man. We still got a team. We still got a season. I understand the, where your head's at, and it's very sad because these two young guys were special, and they've yep. done great things so far. But, uh, yeah, you know, everybody's going to have the same um, – mentality and feeling right now as you had when you started um but we still should be upbeat you're all somber we still should be upbeat we're five and two uh like i said big losses but it's the next man up kind of a you know thing now when next guy's got to get up there and do the job it's funny before the game i uh made a couple comments you know tipping my hat to how they prevented injuries you know we talked about in august too solid knocking on wood on the podium The injury prevention program they they brought in, Dr. Brad DeWeese, it's, it's paid dividends. They, they've really turned the ship there. And, you know, this weekend just it, it did a 180. I mean, what can you do? It's part of the game. Yeah. What I want to tell fans is this. Does it stink? Yes. Brees Hall is special talent, AVT. You know, I love the guy. Again, I think he's so important. But when, organ, when the organization starts doing right things – you know, shit happens with these injuries, but stuff kind of turns out the way you want it to. It has a, things have a funny way of working out for the better when you start doing the right things. And I think that's where this organization is. Yeah. They're in a situation where obviously they have cap space. Um, they've accumulated draft picks with some of the great trades that Joe Douglas has done. Got a lot of young talent that some teams would be interested in to trade for, alignment or a running back so we're in a good position it is terrible man i mean it's you know when i saw the news on um up reese I, I i thought it was bad when i saw it on the game but then hear about vera tucker um yeah, yeah it sucks and, and you know things have been going so well for us but injuries is a part of being in the nfl you just gotta adjust so um We'll see what Joe does, but, you know, we got the guys on the roster that could do it, um, and they just have to take it upon themselves and take care of the opportunity. Yeah, and, you know, speaking about the game, Zach Wilson wasn't one of his finest efforts. You know, there were a lot of spots early where Denver guessed early against the play action. They had some free runners at Zach. And, and 
folks are quick to hop on the floor, criticizing the floor. I don't think that's the right way to go here. I mean, is he perfect? No, no play caller is. But why are they criticizing the floor? They it, it, a lot Still? of fans. It's the same trope. The OC always gets that criticism, and yeah. you know Zach is battling. You know, I kind of break down Zach's evaluation this way in Pittsburgh when he had to come back down ten. He was free flowing. He was like, okay, I could do this. I could bring our guys back. You know, not much is expected. That is different from being a quarterback where you're leading in the game, where you're a young quarterback not wanting to make the mistake. So the floor's tricky spot is trying to get him into the middle. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's still tough. It's still, you know, hard going. I, I really haven't dove into the film yet, but not a great day by Zach. I think LaFleur was okay considering all the injuries that happened. I mean, they're not putting shackles on him. The first series, what did they do? Again, to Denver, who plays a lot of too deep stuff where they dare you to run, three passes. You know, Zach Wilson missed the guy in the first, on the first play, on the third play as well. So they're not putting the shackles on him, I don't think. What do you think? No, I think they're letting him play. You know, they're using the whole playbook. Um, you know, and I, I see comments, and I'm not going to react to stupid comments, you know, where like, you know, I wish Zach was hurt instead of these guys or, you know, as soon as we get Zach, we'll be all right. It's just stupid comments. He's our quarterback. He's going to be our quarterback. He's 4-0 this year. Yeah, he's 4-0. And you're telling me he's he's not a good player or he's not the future. It's just stupid comments. This is nonsense. And the people, I think, who are commenting like that aren't true fans. You know what I mean? He's a high pick. He's done everything the team wanted him to do. You know, he's a great jet on and off the field. They're four and zero. You know, he's young. I mean, what is where's the negative in him being our starting quarterback? I don't get why people say that. That's my little rant. But yeah, mm-hmm. Zach's doing a great job for what you know they're letting him do. And uh, like I said, the sky's the limit for the guy. Yeah, it, it it's going to take some time to find their identity and, and rediscover their identity now without Brees, without EVT. You got to understand at some point in the in the huddle yesterday, and Zach said it after the game to the media. He looked around. He's like, "Where where the hell is everyone?" Just joking around. Yeah. And he also said, uh, among other things, you know, "quote time to grow a pair." Unquote. So he was trying to lead these guys. It was an interesting situation, and the Elijah Moore stuff too. We haven't touched on that yet because uh, we got together what last Monday, and then it kind of yeah. broke after that. Um, Wayne, what do you got to say about Elijah Moore? Yeah, one side. See, this is from Nick Nova. It said this wouldn't hurt as bad if we didn't have expectations. We need to rally together as fans and as a team. Yeah, that's the thing. There's expectations. There was expectations weren't there at the um, beginning of the year, um, and we need to rally together as fans and team. Yes, we do. You know, we got to support the team and what they do. But the expectations are there now, so that should tell you how good we're doing. Yeah. He's not lost. There are expectations there because the team has done so well. That's the great thing about it, you know, and as far as being five and two and having Elijah come in and, you know, requesting a trade and he's not playing. I mean, he went a game without a target where actually got targeted, but it was a penalty. I mean, yep. Mims came in. I know he got a bad penalty, but, uh, you know, if, if he doesn't want to be here, I don't know if they can get for him, if anything, but if they want to trade him and try to get another running back in here, fine. We don't we don't want people there that don't want to be wearing green and white. Yeah, and you, the way Salah handled it, I thought was top notch. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you try to let it blow over the initial frustration, 
you talk to him, I, you know, from all reports, it didn't go well with him in the floor. Right. Uh, they sent him home on that Thursday, I think it was. And then that's when he requested the trade and leaked it to who was it, Schefter or Rappaport? I think it was Rappaport, one of the two. Um, and and it it stunned the Jets, to be honest. And you, you just can't have it. You can't have that type of uh, situation, attitude. And the really promising thing, when I go back to the process, when organizations start doing the right things, you could overcome injuries, you know, as, as, as disappointing as they are. These younger Jets players were sending messages, public messages. Uh, Sauce did. Will Parks, AVT, that the team is bigger and the team structure matters. And yeah. if it's one guy, I mean, it's a really good thing that it's just one guy that uh, is not in line right now. It's just timing. The timing. Oh, uh, the timing was just. So, it's so selfish. Yeah. It's so selfish, man. And I'm a fan of the guy. Now, listen. Me too. I do not know the whole situation. I wasn't behind the closed doors with the meeting with him, LaFleur, or Coach Salah. But yeah. from what I read and what I saw, it's very selfish for a guy like that. You can see things are going bad. Hey, you know what? It's going bad. Give me a chance. Let me try to turn this around for you. Not like, oh, it's going great. You know, it's not because of me. I'm selfish. It needs to be because of me. I don't, you know, I don't, I was a fan. I'm not saying, I, you know, I don't want him on the team necessarily, but he needs to like st- step up and realize this is a team. This isn't a, a him situation. Yeah. It, it, and eyebrows raised now. I mean, there's it's no other personal. way to, Yeah. It's not personal. I mean, get open. And if you're one of the, you know, primary reads, then he'll get it to you. But if you're not open, it's not personal. I don't get wh- why he thinks that. And I hate that players can request a trade no matter what now. Yeah. Back when we played, you, you did your contract, you played out your contract. You yeah. can't force a trade on a team. No. And if you're the Jets, what can you do? Trade him right away? No, because that sends the wrong message. You, you can't. You can't just set trade a guy who requests a trade because then that sends the wrong message. Uh, can you not? Can you play him? No, you can't do that either. So they they handled it the right way by scratching him. Uh, Solicity's back with the team now. Uh, we'll see yeah. how this week goes. Maybe thought about it. maybe he slept on it over the weekend uh, and realized you know he's young. But why would someone want to trade for a player? that would quit on his team and be willing to walk away. Why would you want a guy and a guy with that kind of like temperament that can't handle bad things happening or not getting the ball? I mean, he's going to be the same way on another team if he doesn't get the ball. That's the disconnect I see on social media with other fans is that when for the people who stick up for him, well, he's not getting the ball and he should get this. First of all, he's had 29 targets going into this past week. Corey Davis had 33. Like it has been very balanced. Uh, that's number one. Number two, this is a terrible career move for, for him. <laughs> like this doesn't do you any favors. You know, the you limit your market. The best thing to do on, in a team structure is to play the team game. And if you don't do that, you'll still have suitors, no doubt, but you limit those suitors and you limit the options. For example, if he were to just, you know, keep kept it behind closed doors, didn't go public, he could have had a monster game. That's the ironic part. He could have had a monster game against Denver because of the way they play. So relaxed, cover right. two, cover four with two deep. Uh, Corey Davis going out. Monster game. And, and they could have really used him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to talk about him. It's just stupid. <laughs> stupid that does that. Stupid like yeah. when Jamal Adams did it. And then yeah. he went there and he wasn't happy either. And 
he's played one game and you know got all the contract. If you and look like, at uh, Joe Douglas's guys that he's going to let go, you know, other than like the veteran guys where he, where he sends them in a good situation, uh, McClendon, Foley, Avery Williamson, Robbie Anderson. I mean, this these a lot of these guys that he gets rid of are going to have multiple teams after the yeah. Jets. Just just watch that trend. Um, so here here's some comments. Let's get into that. Mike Cause. Yeah. Uh, Jets all-time. Brees Hall is a great and unique player. He'll be back next year along with ABT. Uh, it'll be a promising year with them back. Yes. Another comment. Enjoy the rest of the season with the team we have. Yes. Stop worrying about what other teams are doing. Other people, other teams are having injuries. They just don't know about it. Yeah. Just, you know, we just happen to have an injury to one of the brightest young stars in the league in, in Lyman. Um Expectations are still high. Players are in reach, and with the additional players next year, we'll make it even better. Yeah, mm-hmm. the playoffs are still in reach. We have this what the second best. Record if they go, the if they go five and five the rest of the year, they win yeah. ten games. What else we got? Um, yeah, Mike said definitely agree. You know, so that guy's flaws needs to improve, but I think the coaches have to cater to his development and strength. Yes, yeah. I think. Um, they could do more to help him out with the quicker throws and RPRs and stuff, but he's having trouble with these little touch passes, um, these intermediate throws. Which, mm-hmm. if that's my biggest knock, is that he's not making those throws to the tight ends and the and the other guys. You know, his down the field throws are better, but um, that's the one big knock I have on him is those throws. Yeah, that and he doesn't. He's a, he doesn't have the confidence when he sees pressure coming to get rid of it in a spot. He tries to break the pocket too quickly rather than knowing where to go in a spot where you could put it in a safe spot, even if it's not going to be complete. There's no rhythm there. You know, five-step, boom, plant, right. get rid of it. That's the other thing, those two things. Yeah, it's a Joe Astorita says, big losses to injury in last game. I feel like Michael Carter will step up, but losing AVT is tough. Yeah, Michael Carter... We are so excited the season he had yeah. last year. Um, I don't know what the other running back, um, I guess Ty Johnson is the other one. Yep, Ty Johnson. Yeah. And they're going to bring up Bam Knight, Zonovan Knight, who's been on the yeah. practice squad. And he had a good, he had a good August. Yeah, but AVT, um, losing him is tough, how versatile yeah. he was. And, I mean, he was good at any position he played. Um, so, I think yeah, he's their most I, I don't even player. know who, who's out there they can get. There's got to be a team that's, you know, having a bad season that's looking to unload some guys. The good news is they have George Fant and Max Mitchell coming back eventually. And then Nate Herbig will just be the rock at right guard. So once they get Fant and Mitchell back, they'll have two guys at right tackle. Um, they just can't afford another injury. Now, listen, does it suck AVT and Brees? They're probably their two best offensive players to go down. Yes. Is this entirely unexpected for an NFL organization? No, like running back, it, it's a physical position. Like the, the chances are that running backs get hurt in this league are very high. Yeah. Uh, so they have the depth. They have depth. That's the good thing. Yeah. They're next year. Their line is going to be awesome. It is. Comes yeah, back it really and, is. and the guys are healthy and Beckton, you know, comes in. Um, Mike said Elijah Moore just lost so many marketing opportunities and Jersey sales got poor advice. Unfortunately for him. Yes, he got poor advice. I don't think this is something on his own. I think he talked to some of the people in his circle and like he said, you know, whatever they came up with wasn't the right way, but yeah, yeah. But losing marketing opportunities and Jersey sales, you play in New York and the way the fans kind of took to him. And I saw a lot of more jerseys out there. 
Um, and then I've also seen people, you know, not wearing them anymore now or talking about, you know, they're going to throw it out and, and the guy's still on the team. So what if they keep, I mean, it's just anything he does now is tainted because he tried to force their hand. I mean, it's a bad situation. I don't know how to get it back to where it was pre uh, train me comment. I mean, he he has that? to, uh, for the people who said it's not salvageable, uh, listen, it's going to be in the back of Douglas's and Salah's mind and the locker room's mind, no doubt, but it is, it is salvageable if he is does a complete 180 and he's contrite yeah. and he apologized to, to everyone one-on-one. That's what it would take. Hey, dude, come up with an excuse. This was just something going on in my life. This was this, you know, I just, I didn't think it through and I said it. Understandable. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't know, has he spoken publicly since he you know it would have been just today that he missed the game i mean he's gonna have to go in front of the microphone and say i was wrong yeah they're they're gonna have to make him available i just want to help i just want to play i'll do whatever it takes let's move on that's i can i can deal with that i can accept that yeah um i saw a comment here i I lost oh twisted says wayne please knock some sense into these people he's doing he's doing it folks he's doing a good job here nick Um, we yeah. all went to this season hoping for progress and our expectations have been blown out of the water. Sal and JD are building something really special. They are building something special. Um, and, and more quicker than I think people realize how they're doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just a couple drafts in and you look at the guys they've gotten. I mean, just the two we're talking about Elijah and Vera Tucker and, and Zach. And then this year's draft, I mean, they're hitting home runs, man. So yeah, it's a process. They're building something special. And then I believe in these guys. I have no complaints over Coach Sal and Joe Douglas and ownership and what they've done so far. You know, Jet fans should be excited. Mm-hmm. David Stein with the voodoo dolls. Who's David Stein? Mm, I don't know. I, I thought I was thinking Giselle put a hex on Brady in the Bucks, though. That's what that's one thing I was thinking this past weekend. What's that? The Brady yeah. Giselle. We, we, Giselle put a hex with a voodoo doll on Brady in the Bucks. <laughs> The way they've been going to um, Brady. <laughs> Listen, you got um, two XFL guys that beat uh, like a uh, Hall of Fame quarterbacks this week. You know, you yeah, Walker, PJ Walker, throwing to some guy I never heard of. Heineke, you know, McCaffrey gone and Robbie Anderson traded, and they beat Tampa, like crushed Tampa with with this quarterback and this and that. And I'm not saying the kid can't play; it just expectations why mm-hmm. well, anybody could beat anybody on any given day man yeah and in brady's kryptonite we see it it's interior pressure you know when his center ryan jensen went down earlier this year it kind of flew under the radar and he's getting hit up the middle so that's that's really killing him right now here ken c Kribet is great he's so right jets fans need to chill the fuck out yes chill out listen i love my jet fans i love everything about my jet fans i'll be a jet fan to the the day I die, I bleed green. But it's just, you know, we're going to be terrible. We're going to be terrible. Oh, we're great. And then now complaining about this and that. Be happy. We're five and two, man. I know we, we've lost people over the years. We lose players. Everybody's just so excited about Bree Saul. Listen, that run he had, I mean, he's like shot out of a can. Like, I mean, I, I you know, we haven't. How, when's the last time we had a six-yard touchdown run on this team? It's been a while. You know, people don't realize the year that Curtis Martin led the league in rushing, 
He didn't have one rush over 20 yards. He just pounded away. 15 yeah, 2004. Yeah. Yeah, this is this, you know, and Michael Carter's done it last year too. So, yeah, let's just be sad but understand this this kid will be back next year. Let, let me say it like this. I'm writing something right now which is like a public PSA for Jets fans. <laughs> yeah, yes. You're going to need a day. You're going to need 24 to 48 hours to yes. process this. Yes, for sure. But think about the process and what this organization has done. For once, maybe the fan base can come together and hop on the optimistic train. You know, the t-shirt Salah had made up, positive vibes only in camp all summer long. You know, people would snicker at it. I just want to see results. Culture what? We just need talent. We just need results. That stuff is real. And yes, these injuries hurt. Yes, it's going to be a it's going to be an uphill climb, but what if the fan base actually hopped aboard this positive train for once? Yeah. Could that actually help? You know, just that's something to think about moving forward. Here's a comment from J.E. Curtis Martin was never injured. False. No. Curtis Martin w- was hurt so many years. He wore every pad. It was like Pop Warner. He had the hip pads on the ass pad, this pad, that pad. He wore every single pad. To where at the end of his career, he had complete bone-on-bone in his knees, no cartilage, and he was out there. I mean, he played till he couldn't walk. I, I he, knew what he's after. You, you can see him after the games. He couldn't even walk. Yeah. So he was hurt. He just he just played through it. You can't play through a torn ACL. No. But he no, was no. hurt for people to think that he wasn't. Yeah, I, I knew the commenter was trying to, you know, uh, Pat Martin on the back, like, hey, he's never been hurt. Yeah. What a warrior. But yeah, I know he was hurt. We have a super chat. We have a couple super chats here. Uh, nose kills, 60% guys. The offense struggled, but turns out there was still 60% more crap the football gods had in store for us with injuries. We are in deep water finding out if we can swim. 60% golf is it. Yeah, I don't know what the 60% is, but thanks for the yeah. super chat, nose kills. And listen, it's going to take a day or two to process it. Process it, but processes it. But but listen, it's you got to hop on the train, stay on the train. You can't give up. There's just no reason to give up right now. Five and two, four straight wins. Uh, Yeah. They're playing well without quarterback production, folks. Imagine they get quarterback production and they figure something out through the air. Just, just think about that. It says, Oh, we are in deep water finding out if we can swim. I think that's what Sal said about dragging people. I got you. Into the deep water. Yes. Listen, we're going to find out. Jet fans, it's, it's always interesting, man. It's never easy. Um, Got another uh, super chat from uh, Bluto. Thank you, Wayne. As a smaller receiver yourself, talk about playing out wide versus the slot. This is a popular question. And how a receiver like Moore should be used with the Jets to to best utilize his skills. This is something that comes up. People, when Moore complain publicly... They noticed that Garrett Wilson plays more slot than more, like 75%, 25%. And I could see why, because Garrett Wilson's excellent in the slot running routes like a point guard. You know, the things with Garrett Wilson are noticeable when he doesn't get the target running routes. Uh, But what do you think about that in terms of slot versus outside Elijah Moore? You know what's weird is I don't remember a lot of seasons when I played. And a lot of stuff I know is because it's put on – social media and, and and put on my page and I, I appreciate it. Listen, for any yep. users listening, post plays and games and this and that. I love seeing this stuff. It bring back some memories and everything. And I can actually show my kids I uh 
played well when I, when I was playing, but I actually see a lot of highlights of me playing outside. You, you did at you times, know, I for sure. I didn't realize how much I played outside. But the thing about Elijah, he's, he can do both in, inside out. He could do the whole route tree. Um, and like you said, it just wasn't – the game wasn't set up for him. Mm-hmm. It's some weeks, but this week would have would have set up nice for him. Yes, it would have. And the way that he can move him around, um, yeah, um, it's different playing in the slot. Uh, obviously, you know, a little there'd be a little more of a technician when it comes to routes. But uh, yeah, he could do both. So I don't, you know, I, I don't he, see why he didn't think his time would wouldn't come at some point this season. Right, like the, the, their pass attempts were so low the last two games, and, and this game too. It's going to be different with games moving forward. And with Brees Hall going down, don't forget, this is a new league. Look at Debo Samuel and San Fran. LaFleur comes from San Fran. He gets Berrios involved in the rush game. Moore could do the same stuff with that jet motion, uh, orbit motion stuff. So, you know, expect Moore and Berrios to get some carries. Yeah. No, the Berrios needs to get more involved. Um and, uh, you know, the other guy's going to have to step up. But Barrios is is like one of the X factors, mm-hmm. I would say, because he could do so much. Um, you know, he probably do stuff out of the backfield. But, yeah, you know, yeah, because they, and then the Bengals had big injury problems last season. They still made Yeah. Listen, I, I feel so sorry for Jet fans waking up today because this, you know, went to bed. So we after the game, we're so happy. You know, winning out there, I don't care who's the quarterback, but you wake up today to the news and then the second news with AVT and I'm compassionate. But I just want to remind you, we're five and two. If you would have said five and two or four and two or three and two to someone going into the the first game of the year, we're playing AFC South all for people would have been over the moon for it. Yeah, we still are five and two. We still got it. 95% of our teams. So um just just sorry, but it's it's gonna be okay. Yeah, I was in Denver this weekend and the way Sala was speaking, you knew Brees Hall wasn't good because he came out and said it. But AVT, I think they were still up in the air, and that was a blow to to, to hear that one. That one was that? AVT, yeah. Yeah, double whammy. Like that one, they weren't sure. Okay, Jets eight thirty. Um more needs. Oh no, Jesse Carver. More needs to fire his agent and publicly apologize. Not gonna fire his agent, but it's the same. He agent. needs. He's a, a a speech writer to write himself. Yeah. I want to read this statement. Uh, Jesse, thirty. Can we give Zerline some love for being ice cold in that stadium and in that? Zerline was good. Wind. Yes. The, you got to give that guy credit. Like it's to the point now where he's kicking. And I feel really good about it. Where yes. sometimes we've had kickers where I'm like, come on, like begging, like, please make the field goal. I'm very comfortable with Zerline um, getting lined up to win a game. If they, yeah, if Braden Man, too. How good was Braden Man? He's awesome. And Sauce Gardner, DJ. The guys who really stood oh, out yeah. were the cornerbacks, Sauce, DJ Reed, the special teams, even the coverage special teams, Mosley, uh, Sauce, DJ Reed, Man, Zerline, I think really took the stage. Dude, we haven't even talked about the, anybody but who's injured and who wants to get traded. I know, I know. And we, we got about sucked that. in. We got we pulled lost. in, Wayne. So they're letting Sauce play a little in hand fight. Like, you know, yes. other penalties they're grabbing. I mean, he grabbed a little, but he's smart. Um, The way he does it and how he gets his hands through the receiver's hands. He did phenomenal. Mosley, Quan still doing well. Um, See, Sauce does it 
he makes sure is he's not extended when he does oh, it. Yeah. That's number one. And number two, he already has a reputation for being really good. Think about it. No one looks at him. Not even the officials look at him as a rookie anymore. And when that happens, you're going to get away with more stuff. Yeah. Quincy, Quinn, um, I mean, everybody. Everybody's playing solid on defense. And I know, you know, we uh, we just lost two big pieces of our offense, but our defense is intact. Yeah. You know and it's I mean? arguably and the best in the league. We never thought we were going to score 40 points a game. We're going to have to win some games, you know, 17, 14, 14, 10. That kind of, that's the kind of team they are going to win ugly most games. Um, our defense is intact, and, and it's a top 10 defense, I believe, right now. Nick Nova, Robbie, I appreciate the comment about taking 24, 48 hours to process this. I felt so many different emotions today, but I'm trying to stay optimistic. Yeah, listen, it's you can't be extreme one way or the other. You're going to need some time. Consider, you know, think of yourself as Tony Soprano visiting Dr. Melfi today and then wake up a brand new person tomorrow morning. Yeah. Tell <laughs> these comments. Yeah. Jets carpetbagger. More needs to fire his... Oh, you already got that one. Yeah, his agent... And thank you. That was a super chat. Thank you, Jets carpetbagger. Uh, his agent is the same one as Debo Samuel, who also deployed some tactics this past offseason um but the key is he did in the offseason which the timing is a lot better wayne being the voice of the voice of reason you know what's funny and it says uh anthony hey wayne do you agree that braxton burials is the modern day wayne Corbett? and um i think he we, we have a lot of the same attributes and he's a great player and I'm humbled that he, you know, he, you know, people will remind him of me and stuff like that. But I was at my son's game and um, we were talking a little bit and I don't talk much sports. I don't know the new, uh, the dad and stuff or my son's football team. Mm-hmm. And this guy said, can I ask you a question? He says, who is you before you? And I was like, that's an interesting question. That I was never compared to anybody. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's kind of like, bragging but in a weird way but to, for people to say are they the next you i'm humbled by it yeah that um and, and i think the kid's special um and he does some things that i didn't even do i didn't i wasn't a return stuff like that so as far as the question is he the modern day yeah yeah he makes plays you know yeah. and, and i love watching him the, there was no real slot corner i mean the three receiver sets really didn't get going until the mid nineties, you know, the it's, chargers. It's yeah. You know, and Charlie Joyner was maybe the first slot guy with the chargers, but, um, you know, back in the day, there were a lot of sl- like Largent. Largent would have been a great slot guy, but he, he was in a re- offense running two receiver sets. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, there's not, I mean, the only thing I heard was, you know, is, is Wayne Komet the next Largent, but mm-hmm. just cause we're 80, Obviously, we're both white. Yeah, play with no gloves, and it's just that's a great play by Sauce. Yeah, here it is. I mean, this is and most of the game. Now, here's the other thing with Zach Wilson and the offense. Your Denver's defense is legit, and you yeah. won't you won't get a defense them in Green Bay two weeks in a row that play too deep, play off so stubbornly against the pass and not let anything over the top. More so than those two defenses, they dare you to run it. They dare you to go underneath. I'm not saying Wilson was good. He was not good. But <laughs> but 
got to keep that in mind. You can't stretch the field when you're not protecting well and you can't go over the top. Jets kind of do the same thing. They fall in that same line. But on, on this third down or fourth down, was it? Was it fourth down? Yeah. Look at the Jets. They lay all their cards on the table. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna play aggressive. Our rookie against your stud receiver, DJ Reed against another stud receiver, single high. They just said, "Hey, this is what we're gonna do," and try to beat us. And Sauce came up with a huge play. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. No, this is phenomenal. I mean, yeah, they could call it when when it's not holding and they're hand checking and hand fighting. I love that they didn't make a call here. Yeah, yeah. The the less you could, he kind of gets turned around there. You want to be on the other side a little bit, but see Sutton. Sutton gets in trouble because he leaves his arm there. Yeah. If he tries to take his arm away more violently, he may get the call. You see, though, he's looking back. Sauce is looking back there. That which is a huge key. It's which is huge. I mean, I know he ends up turning around and, and putting his hands through his hands, but mm-hmm. he's looking. Yeah, that's a big key. He's not just face uh, face guarding the whole time. Right. And you know how hard it is to look back from that angle? Usually you're going to look back from the inside. Yeah, he did good. Someone said, uh, or was it? I know people, it's it's all Zach Wilson comments. Is it? Um, hey, listen, I'm not like complete just, you know, Dredd's truth or Zach truth, but, you know, I, I said some things I think he should work on. I just yeah. think um, people don't realize these defense. He's not playing against the Detroit Lions who are giving up 35 points a game. No. They're top. Patrick Sertain and uh, uh, who's the safety? Jeez, I forget about it. Justin Simmons. Justin Simmons and Sertain are ridiculous. Yeah, I don't think people realize what they're what they're going against. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's going to be tough when we play the Patriots the way they are. They're going to make Zach beat them. That's yeah, how Belichick. it is. Yeah, Belichick's good. It'll be interesting to see what he does because the last two games have been really relaxed defenses. And usually you'll do the opposite against Wilson, where where you stack the box and try to stop the run and dare him over the top. I wonder what Belichick does. Uh, It'll be interesting. Like I said, our defense is intact and they are balling right now. They They are. are playing awesome. And because of them, that will keep us in pretty much every game the rest of the year. I mean, yeah. Buffalo is going to be tough. Um, some of the teams we play is going to be tough, but I can't see us not being able to handle majority of the teams the rest of the way. No, this organization is doing the right thing. They have found the process. And, and this is true no matter what happens the rest of the way. I mean, yeah, the injuries are tough. Take the day. Take 48 hours if you have to, but – Try to do something different this time around. Try to try to hop on that optimistic train to see what happens. Here's another one from Zach Davis. Why does it seem like all other quarterbacks have more time to throw? Is it scheme or Zach not calling right protection? What do you guys think? Um, I think the projection is there. I mean, he can audible plays. Um, I see him audible a little bit. Because mm-hmm. um, once he made the audible, everybody makes the signal. Um, yeah, which is a good sign, by the way. There's other quarterbacks have more time. I think defenses are playing Zach a little differently. Um, they're trying to put pressure on some teams. They don't blitz because their quarterbacks, they're blitzing, are better throwing on the run. Yep. You just don't blitz them because you actually want them in the pocket. But yeah, we we are you know makeshift offensive line right now, so mm-hmm. it's going to be tough. 
Um, at least he's getting out of there and, and scrambling. I know he should get rid of the ball a little more, but uh, it, you know it's it's part of going after a young quarterback. They are going to blitz him. I'm not a huge PFF pro football focus fan, analytics fan, but the pass protection grades were good, which surprised Jets fans. Wilson, he all, he sometimes bails the pocket when he shouldn't. And right. it makes you think the protection is not as good as it is. It wasn't great in Denver, but a lot of it was early where Denver guessed right in play action and it nice. yielded a free runner. So it's a combination of everything. It's a combination yeah. of guessing right defensively and Wilson bailing when he shouldn't, when he when yeah. he should stay in there and and uh, fire it. Gotcha. Yeah. Someone may con- listen. Zach Wilson. Do not play him in daily fantasy. I have tried because I want I to have say to. I want to say I won a million dollars on DraftKings or FanDuel plug because yeah. I played Zach Wilson um, with in a game stack with <laughs> Garrett and and Corey Davis. Uh, it's not going to happen. He is going to throw for. 65%, 225 to 275 yards and two touchdowns, mm. maybe three in the interception. That's this is what you're gonna get right now. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, yeah. so don't you can't go in there expecting some of these numbers that Josh Allen and you know Mahomes and all these guys are putting up. This is this is what you have, mm-hmm. and it's good. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, they're not gonna he's not gonna win your fantasy league, but he is a very capable quarterback. I, I did the same thing in one of my leagues where I'm not where I'm struggling mightily. I had Wilson as my quarterback. This is not even daily. And I dropped him for Mariota this week, and that really didn't work out yeah. either. Uh, this is a good comment. Harrison yeah. Hollers, look across the league. Which quarterback is playing consistently? Just a few offenses. I mean, offenses are struggling this year across the league. Yeah, it's – listen, you know, defense. these defensive schemes are tough that, that these guys are coming up with. And like I said, everybody's having their their bad moments. I mean, look at look at Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. We put up three points versus versus Carolina. Look at this guy. Look at that guy. No no no, no quarterback in the league is perfect right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And hey, here you go. Best quarterback in the league statistically, what goes thirty and thirty five and four or five to, uh, interceptions. Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. How did he do versus us? No. You know what I mean? I mean, this is the guy who statistically is the best quarterback probably in the last decade, and they did nothing versus us. So, yeah, everybody's having problems. It, Wilson is struggling, but a lot of it is also designed game flow because the Jets' defense is that damn good. You, you know, yeah. as an offensive coordinator, you're not going to do anything risky. You're going to stay within the game flow, not make a mistake, and the quarterback's going to do the same thing. Uh, we have an, just a few minutes left. Get your final questions in for Wayne. Uh, subscribe at Jets X Factor. Use discount code 80. Give us a five-star review at iTunes. Um, share this on YouTube. All that good stuff. JetX Mobile on the App Store and Google Play. We should probably do that at the beginning of shows too, but I always forget. Yeah. Yeah. There's some great comments, guys. I appreciate everybody uh, Everybody, um, you know, tuning in. I love the questions. Um, this way I can talk, you know, because Robbie talks all the time and I don't get a chance to talk. Yeah, and I'm waiting for I'm waiting for the the day one comment will uh will get will get Wayne over the top. I want to see him not snap, but yeah, you know, getting an uproar, so to speak. I'm All waiting right. for it. Last one. Um return of the Jedi Rusty Spooner. Zach seems to be a fourth quarter quarterback. 
I, I, I kind of agree with that, the way they're coming back. So there's your, there's your positive. It's not yeah. how Zach's starting in the first half. Uh, it's how he's finishing and finishing out the games uh, when need be and us being 4-0 in his start. So there's that to be happy about, Jets fans. Yeah, and with that, we'll end it on that note. Um, hey, therapy, Dr. Melfi. Think of Wayne Corbett as your northern New Jersey local therapist. Yeah. Um, and uh, tomorrow is a new day, folks. Yeah. And we'll be back most likely next Monday night after the Pats game, win or lose. Um, I will be there. It is home, thank goodness. And then it's, I think it's Buffalo, right? So they got New England, Buffalo, and then New England. Should be interesting. Uh, three divisional games coming up. Yeah. So big win. We got to like this, you know, remember that. We're five. That's a big win out in Denver. Nice to see it is. that. Yeah, it but, is. But um, listen, it's going to be tough the rest of the way. Um, but there's certainly games we could win. And hopefully the ones that we're uh, not supposed to win, we could pick some of them up and playoffs are a possibility. One more really quick one because it's a super chat. Thanks uh, for the super chat. Big Ben investing. Zach looks worse than Darnold thus far. Am I wrong? What say you, Corbett? Zach looks worse than Darnold? So far. Zach Wilson, is Sam Darnold even on a team? He's in Carolina, but he's not playing. Yeah. Yeah. Zach Wilson's fine. Ah, You look at 32 starting quarterbacks in the NFL, and you're telling me there's – how many worse than him? There's a lot of quarterbacks I'd rather not have than Zach Wilson. Yeah. Listen, Darnold had a nice stretch at the end of his rookie year, but so did Wilson. Yeah. I, I, I would never, I wouldn't go to that length in comparing yeah. the two. Um, yeah. So don't worry about it. Thanks for the super chat, but all right. Yeah, no, no need to go Darnold. No. <laughs> yeah. Or Geno Smith. No, I'd rather have Zach Wilson than Geno yeah. Smith, too. Hey, Geno's balling out, though. How about Geno? Yeah. So. Thank you for everybody tuning in, and we'll talk after next week's win. (laughs) All right. All right, Jets fans, we'll catch you later.